0: And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Always Pressing PGA DFS Podcast. Previewing the 2022 Shriner's Children's Hospital Open, coming from you from Las Vegas, Nevada. We are not, but that's where the podcast is co- uh, the uh, golf tournament will be coming from. Check out the podcast on Twitter at Always Press DFS. If you a rate and review on iTunes for that, we truly would appreciate it. it would help us out a ton. I'm on Twitter at B D and my host is always on Twitter at DFS Golf Gods. Jesse, how we doing, man?
1: Doing well. How are you?
0: Not too bad. Not too bad for a Monday. You know, baseball season's over. It's just playoffs now. So it's been like a relaxing um, day for me, to tell you Shit. the truth. No podcast last night. It's been pretty nice.
1: I can only imagine. How long is baseball season? Like seven months? months? Six, six months, yeah.
0: <laughs> Five days a week for six months. Yeah, it adds up. Yeah. So quick.
1: It's a lot of time.
0: Yeah, so I like. That. it's been a kind of nice uh, nice few days. I said at least it'll probably really sink in pretty soon. But uh, we do have golf, and I love it because swing season, fall season, whatever they want to call it now, it's uh, I enjoy it. It was fun this past week because you get a bunch of goofy names up there that most people yell at their TV for. But us that pay attention a little more, for the most part, enjoy it. So what did you think of the Sanderson Open, where Sanderson Farms open that uh, saw the, the highest-priced DK player, Sam Burns, cross the finish line?
1: Yeah, it was fun to see people take victory laps that were betting the tournament yeah, favorite. Exactly. Um, I wasn't on Sam Burns. I lost interest pretty quickly when uh, my team sucked. Um, right out the gate, so yeah. I, di- I mean, I didn't watch any of it. uh Don't have a whole lot to say, but Sam Burns, man, that dude is—he's on fire. Uh, is that two wins in the last? Yep. Yeah, since the Valspar, so a little less than five months, or about five months. That's pretty impressive.
0: It's pretty impressive for one of the young guns, and he'll be in Vegas this week. And I, I always—I've I, said it on the show many times, but. As he keeps getting better and winning, it like makes more sense when people said, I can't remember which golfer told no laying up, but they basically said playing with it was Max Homa, I think. Playing with him, it's like playing with a mini DJ. He hits it long. He just needs to fine tune a couple things, and he's going to go on a tear. And well, lo and behold, there's two wins in five months. And it's like you, you can see what he was talking about because he's got those youthful moments where he just goes off the rails. Yeah, but then when he's focused and playing it, and you know the Valspar. See, people might say all oh, the Sanderson. You know, not a big the Valspar is where a lot of the big boys go. And it's a very challenging course, yes. so we can't we can't go saying like that was a a nothing. That was a big big first ever win. Then you come in here where I don't think he was leading until sometime Saturday, maybe part of Friday. But he really like Thursday. He didn't play good at all. He just kind of hung around. Then he had a big Friday going into Saturday. And then Sunday he kind of took to it. But it was a fun event. Uh, I didn't watch a lot of it. I just kept, kept checking it on my phone. Guys like Tringali, who I liked a lot. He it's the second time now I've been on him where he heads into the a Sunday like in the lead or near the lead and he has basically like shot one under he's like no nope, um, I, I don't got it so that was entertaining uh i will say norlander he finished i think what top four here two years ago coming in a bad form only another great finish so that might be one to remember for the following years but there, there's a handful of guys that uh, got it done and in, in the end it was a birdie fest like we thought jesse absolute yep. birdie birdie fest but a lot of weird miscuts, as as you mentioned and it's kind of a trend Safeway was like that too Safeway had a lot of goofy ones We'll see how the Shriner is because this is a loaded field. I think I saw like fifteen of the top thirty in the world are at this event, which you don't see very often. But hey, Vegas, baby! Let's go play in Vegas. Let's go have yeah. some fun. Bring the wives out there. Let them go shopping. You know, whatever, whatever you want to do. So the other thing is the one.
1: CJ Cup is next week, right?
0: Oh, that's right. They're doing it in Vegas again, aren't they? Like they were I last think. year. I think at, was it Sherwood or no? That's yeah. the one. That's that's the uh,
1: the one in LA. CJ is where
0: they do the. Uh, that special fancy dancy course yes it slips my mind every time we talk about it (laughs)
1: we'll figure it out next week
0: (laughs) yes for sure but uh let's talk Shriners let's talk Shriners
1: It's it's a fun event lots of birdies what do you got for some past event history yeah so obviously it's been at this course TPC Summerlin for a while um last year uh Martin Laird won for the second time at this tournament um pretty much out of nowhere I don't think he was playing too awful great beforehand but 23 under playoff over austin cook and matthew wolf 2019 kevin nall won for the second time 23 under in a playoff over Cantley. bryson won this tournament at 21 under one shot over Cantley. speaking of bryson did you watch any of the long drive
0: i was gonna ask you about that i, sh- I should have brought that up earlier i got to i paid attention through like the top 16 and then i didn't uh, see any more i think he made the final eight for sure did. how did he how
1: did he finish yeah he just got knocked out like that so they, they had that round robin stuff going on up until the final 8 and then they only had like one set. Yeah, so after it was like that. winner take all in the top yeah, 8. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And so he he got yeah. a bunch in play but um he got like out-hit by like 10 15 yards or something but pretty impressive.
0: A, bra- a bracket system would have been cool. The final 8 like you got knocked out and keep
1: going. Maybe Yeah, weird, that, I think I think a head I think a head to head would have been Yeah, better. Um but they just did four and four they did two pods of four and then they did uh one pod of four and then the final two um well yeah but he was bombing them f- fucking impressive i don't yeah. give a shit what anybody says man i mean to go from playing in the uh Ryder, Ryder Cup to Cup. top eight in the world yeah. and i mean it's not really technically the world because a lot of people couldn't travel because of COVID yeah. and shit like that but either way at least in, in the united states um so uh, two thousand seventeen, Cantlay won nine under uh, in a playoff over uh, Alex Sechka and uh, Mean We Kim. Uh, two thousand sixteen was Rod Pampling twenty under two shots over Brooks. Two thousand fifteen, Smiley Kaufman. Oh man, sixteen under, one shot over Bone Sechka, Kazire, Na Stegmeier and Tringali. That's a uh, Webb Simpson won this in two thousand thirteen. Ryan Moore in two thousand. Twelve. Um, that's pretty much all that's kind of relevant as far as uh, event history, course history goes.
0: And what stands out there when Jesse's talking about winners and even the guys challenging outside of Bryce and DeChambeau is you don't need to be a bomber to play well here.
1: You don't. That's, and it's going to be 20 under.
0: Yeah. yeah you better way. get to 20 under birdie. Like this is the one I was reading up on something right before we started. I remember for a fact now because the cut line was minus six last year. This is the one I wanted to break things because <laughs> I had like all my guys, like at four or 500 in any other event that's like sweet going to the weekend. And I only had like maybe 40% of my player pool make the cut. I was livid, but yeah. those are the rules. That's just the way it goes. It's, it's a birdie machine tournament, like, uh, like Jesse was saying. You don't have to be a bomber, it's a par 71, uh, 7,255 yards. It's, um, some may say it benefits bombers but in 2018 they uh, brought in 120 bunkers so that's why you you hear a lot of those names plus it's also at altitude so the ball's gonna fly it's gonna be warm and dry so it's gonna roll a lot of stuff like that so a lot of the reports like kevin na said it um it's all about location off the tee like sure you can play out of the rough the rustling like it's bermuda fairways bermuda rough it's only like two inches a lot like last week at uh, the sanderson so you can you can make it happen but What um, Kevin Na was saying is you want to be able to spin it on the green. The greens are large, very large greens, rather flat greens. So you want to spin it to give yourself the best birdie possibilities, which makes sense. And you can't really spin it no matter what rough you're in. That's just common golf 101 there for you. So Kevin Na said, yeah, you'll get a lot of extra roll. You'll be fine. Um, Some other quotes you heard from the past when Brooks has played here in the past in practice rounds and stuff, he was uh, hitting just irons because he wanted to be able to place it and knew he could still crush it out there. And not care. So that's something to keep in mind. Water comes into play on four um, four holes. I mentioned the bunkers. You got to be able to scramble if you're there. But if you're scrambling, you're probably not winning because you need birdie, 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 and birdie. It is bent grass greens, so keep that in mind as well. And when you look at the course overall, looking at Fantasy National, we go like hole by hole. Um, birdies are the thing to do. There's two par fives. Uh, the ninth hole is a 45.6% birdie rate, 3% eagle rate. And the 16th hole is a 50.4% birdie rate and a 5.2% eagle rate. I hate to break it to you. If you're not birdieing that hole, you can probably just pack it up for the weekend. That's just not going to happen. But there's um, or three par 5, sorry. Also, the par 5 13th is a 40% birdie rate. Now, there's a short par 4, 15 to 341 yards, is a 43% birdie rate. So the back 9, the closing holes, you can, um, from basically 13 on, you have three holes that are 40% or better birdie rates, and even 18 to 21% birdie rates. So, lots of scoring down the stretch is something to keep an eye on. And then a few other key stats, uh, be like to think about when you're looking at things. Um, approach is one of the higher ratings over the last, uh, top for top 10 finishers. Putting's not bad. But that's more stroke gain, luck box putting type thing on these uh, flat greens. You want to be able to score on the par fives, like I said. Um, other than that, you're going to uh, the greens regulations. is one of the easier courses on tour to get greens and regulations. And most of your par fours, six of them come between 400 and 450 yards. And most of your shots come from 125 to 175 or over 200 because the par threes, most of them are over 200 yards and the par fives are all gettable. So you'll have 200 yard shots in there. So without blabbering anymore, Jesse, what key stats are you looking at this week?
1: I look, look at a lot of approach stuff. Um, you know, obviously stroke scan approach. Uh, greens and regulation. Um, I, I do think scrambling matters, like you said. I mean, you really just want ball strikers who get hot with the putter, par five scoring, birdie or better. Plenty of course history to look at.
0: Yeah, plenty of course history. Uh, fansharesports.com promo code always press for 25% off the package of your choice. Just a couple things like we usually talk about guys coming in in good current form over the last six events and DK scoring. EVR leads the way, he's averaging 122 points. Uh, Matt McNeely, Mito Pereira. Joseph Bramlett, Nick Watney lead the way. Because, yeah, Nick Watney came out of nowhere last week with a T5. That was fun. Um, A couple other fan-shared deals. uh, Last six events on Bentgrass Greens. DK scoring. Webb Simpson leads the way. Followed by Kazire, Schwartzel, Na, and Harris English. And then last six events on courses. Par 71, You got Webb, Sam Burns, Adam Scott, Cam Tringali, Louis Ustazen leading the way there. So, Honestly, it was kind of surprising with all the big names here, like Webb was the main guy that stood out in that whole situation. I don't think that's where we're going to stand out when we do our DK scoring, Jesse, but that's what the uh, the numbers say. All right, let's talk DraftKings for the week, and we got uh, six guys over 10K. Brooks leads the way at 11-1, Burns 10-9, Vic 10-6, Abraham Answer, 10-4, Webb Simpson 10-2, Willie Z 10-1, who had a... 61, I believe it was on Friday, and then kind of waited around for the week. And good finish, but not what you'd hope for. What do you like, 10K and above?
1: Um, you know, I, it's hard to to play Brooks. Um, it, his course history is okay. I mean, if you like every other year, top fiveing, miscut second, miscut fourth, miscut. He looked pretty good at the Ryder Cup. Um, I don't know about paying that much. You know, of for him in this tournament. Sam Burns come off the win. Uh eh, I think Hovland at, at 10-6. Uh, he's, you know, he he hasn't played since the B well, he obviously played the the Ryder Cup, but the PJ BMW PGA championship where he finished 49th. Played really solid all year. He's got a win you know, over in Europe, uh, fourth place finish of the tour championship about a month ago. Um, I think he's fine. Webb obviously past winner here. Uh, I don't have him missing a cut since 2014. I don't know if you've got any further back than that.
0: Uh, I only have the past five years, and he's been T20
1: the last four, T31 or
0: better four straight. So yeah, yeah, this this suits him very
1: well. Pretty solid course history there for Webb. Um, I expect him to be popular. The one guy that I would really focus on up here is is Zalatoris. Fifth here last year, coming off a 14th place finish at the Sanderson. Uh, At the fortnight, he finished uh, 11th now. Last week at the Sanderson Farms Championship, did you see what he shot on Thursday or Friday?
0: I was saying he shot 61, 61. But then he kind of waited around for the week and didn't really do much. I mean, Lord.
1: He was on fire. Like yeah, that's years. crazy. I've just, I've seen this a lot with guys when they have one round like that, that it's not too awful much longer and they have four great rounds together, right? I mean, I'm not saying that he's going to go out and shoot 61 every day, but to the point you where five or
0: six under every day and you wouldn't be surprised. Right.
1: Right. And that's good enough to win on, I mean, in most weeks, you know, you shoot uh five under four straight days. That's 20 under. That's what, that's the number that we said you got to get to. So, um, I like will, uh, I like him a lot this week. And I really think if he doesn't win this week, he's going to win, I think this fall. Um, so that's where I'm really going to concentrate on, especially, you know, if, if I'm playing multiple entries, then I'm gonna definitely have some will. Um, I may throw in a web lineup, but I don't know, it's just hard to play the rest of these guys to me. That's it's a tricky.
0: Surprise. It's tricky. Like I love Brooks. Um like in my 20 max, I'll probably have one or two, but I'm not gonna go all in on, on Brooks. He you know he rates out well, his fairways aren't the best thing for him, but he's a birdie making machine, he's a par five scoring machine. Um, he, he's not a bad play. Burns will be very interesting coming off the dub. We you you usually don't like to play guys off of W's, but last 24 rounds, he's uh, sixth off the tee, first birdie or better, first par 5 scoring. These are the things we want at this event, so I don't think I'm going to have much of him either because of who else I'd like up here and those are the two high price guys, but uh, I think they're in play. Abe answer ranks third in my model, and you're talking about inconsistency at a tournament, fourth, miscut, fourth, miscut, but f- the recent form's been great. T9 at the Torch Championship, T9 at the BMW, Struggled at the Northern Trust. You know, he got a, a medal. I believe he medaled at the Olympics, or he finished high at the Olympics, but he didn't medal. He was in the playoff to medal, but he did not medal. Uh, he played very, very well at the Olympics. Uh, but like I say third of my model, his approach game is phenomenal. His opportunity game is phenomenal. Fairways is great. Phenomenal iron player, like we talk about. I think Abe Answer might be the like guy that people skip around in this range, and the ownership game can be fun with him at 10-4. Webb's a great play. You mentioned that he's going to be very popular. I don't mind Willie Z. I'm just curious if he's gonna keep getting more and more popular. It'll be interesting to see. Great play. I agree. He's gonna win sooner or later. But for me, I think the answer is kind of the uh the pivot in this range if you want to be a little bit different. Uh 9K range. We got Usti at 99, Scheffler's 97, Matsuyama 95, English 93, M92, Non 91, Kim 9K. I'm pretty sure because Scotty missed the cut last year. He's the one this is, I like think, the vent, Jesse. He shot like six or seven over the first day, and then like seven under the next day. Let's just find out. I'm pretty sure. It's bringing back flashbacks, right? Like horror story flashbacks.
1: <laughs> no, he shot 69-67 and missed the cut. Well, he
0: barely missed the cut, so it must have been a different tournament. It was a false swing event. I know that much.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, but that might have been a couple years ago, too. Could now, be, but... I don't know. Everything fucking runs together anymore. True. Um, Louie at 9900. He played here in 20, um, finished 19th. Uh, he's just playing really solid golf the whole entire year. I think he's fine. Um, Sung Jae at 92, 13th, 15th in his two starts here. He's figured some shit out of late, so I'm ready to go back to him. But my favorite play in this, in this range is Siwoo Kim. I don't think this will be a, a hot take by any means as far as me liking him. I think he'll be popular. But 8th, 55th, 15th, 25th in his last four starts here, Coming off an of eighth-place finish last week, 11th the week before that. Um, playing really solid golf, $9,000. Like him quite a bit. I, w- I mean, I don't mind Nah, and obviously the rest of these guys in this range are can win, uh, but those are the three that I like the most. Yeah, no,
0: this is a very, very interesting range to me because, like, Usti was, had some pretty good form finishing out the season. Hasn't played in a little bit, 9900 bucks. I mean, I can see it. Scheffler, I'm always a fan of, just especially on birdie fess like eighth and birdie are better in this field 13th par five scoring so he's intriguing but i think some of the guys i like to kind of pivot off of Matsuyama's is always low owned always he's uh sixth in my model 10th approach first opportunities gained fourth par five scoring i don't mind going to him you talk about some good recent uh history Missed cut here but then t16 and his current form coming in here you know t6 at, uh, at the Fortnite, t26 at the uh tour championship 46 43 so four straight made cuts I think that break might have helped him out a little bit, and he's played well here in the past. Harris English is always one that gets me because you, you never know what you're going to get with Harris English, but you know the way he's swinging it right now is interesting. I like the Sung Jae call. Coming and playing really well, 11th in my model. Uh, he's a birdie machine. He looks like he's figured things out, so I'm with you 100% on that. And I like the Su Woo call. I hope he's not as popular as you're saying he is, but if people look like you're saying he's 23rd in my model, sec- uh, second around the green. Um, but if you you mentioned those, those recent form here. Not to mention, you know, just current form is crazy. Like you mentioned, T8, T11, you go farther back, T29 at the BMW, T2 at the Wyndham. Siwu's playing some really good golf, which is crazy to say, but maybe he's trying to get it all in before he has to go report for duty. Um, I, I think that, that's a very interesting play. So, like, for me, it's almost Matsuyama M, C Wu. Kind of hope you get some different ownership there. But I'll keep my eye on the ownership on Wednesday. And if Scotty and English are coming in lower owned, I'll have a few pieces. But for me right now, it's Matsuyama M and Siwu in the 9K range. 8K, we got Paul Casey at 89, Corey Connors at 88, Kokrak 87, Reed 86, Tringali 85, Scott 84, Neiman 83, Wolf 82, Hoffman 81, EVR 8,000. Seeing Patty Reed at 86, Jesse, makes me just go like, how chalky is chalk going to be?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he hasn't played. When's the last time he played? He hasn't played well. I know that much. He played uh, the championship Tour Championship. Tour Championship, so a month. He's only been off yeah. a month. He, seems... he finished 25th out
0: of 30, so that's not bad.
1: <laughs> I got 17th out of 30.
0: Oh, i saying 25th for some reason. Maybe ones with the actual scoring, ones with the tournament finish. <laughs> who, who yeah,
1: All I forgot about that. Yeah, know. so who yeah. knows? Uh, I'm skipping the top half there. Going straight down to Tringali at 8,500. Um, 19th miscut, 31st second in his last four appearances here, so pretty solid. And he just played really well of late 11th last week, 22nd the week before that. Had a pretty good playoff run there. Um, I think he'll go under owned, especially in comparison to like Kokrat, Casey, Paul Reed, who are or Paul Reed, Patrick Reed, who are currently heavily owned, especially you know, Corey Connors right there too. I mean, people love to own Corey Connors at you know 22%. Well they always misprice him. He shouldn't
0: be eighty, eight hundred dollars. Like he's, <laughs> this is this is yeah. stuff here.
1: All right. Um and then Adam Scott eighty-four, uh forty-second here back in two thousand nineteen. You know, it, it's Adam Scott. I feel like he can win every single week. Matt Wolf, man, talked about him last week. Had a pretty good showing at the uh the chicken farm deal there uh, last week, finished seventeenth. It's got good course history, second last year, eighteenth the year before that. Um, you will not get him at 10% like you did last week, though. Yeah, I'd say you closer to 15 to 20 this week, I would imagine. And then last but not least for me, uh, Eric Van Ruyen at uh, 8K. You mentioned him at the, and I think during the fanshare deal there where he's leading the the field in um, DraftKings points gained. It's because he's played really well 16th Tour Championship, 5th BMW Championship, 7th Northern Trust. Uh, so really solid stretch of golf for him. Um, he won the Barracuda back in uh august so playing well at 8k like him quite a bit yeah it's a very very
0: fun range like i'm gonna get suckered into Corey connors and he's gonna be chalkier than chalk like you mentioned he's first in my model eighth off the tee first ops gain, second burger better six in fairway like he just rates out beautifully and he's chalky every time and i just keep going back to him because why not he's like playing great golf he hasn't played here in a while he's miscut 19 t68 2018 Maybe the course fits not great, but 17th last week, 22nd tour Championship, 22nd at BMW, 8th at the Northern Trust. Dude's stroking it right now. So it's it's hard to lay off of him. I'm going to definitely have some shares of Corey Connors. Cam Tringali, I'll be all over as well. I had a lot of him last week. He's 8th in my model right now. Playing great golf, especially when it comes to birdies and par 5 scoring. This is a guy you want to attack with. So Cam Tringali, eighty five, big fan there. I think one guy that stands out in a big way right now in my model, and I've I was looking at him earlier, and I was curious of why. And you look at his his recent uh, form, 29th at the Torch Championship, 29th at the BMW, 47th Northern Trust. Um, in this event, he finished 13th last year, missed cut T10. That was one Joaquin Neiman. He's fourth in my model, seventh off the tee, first ops gain, seventh birdie or better, 17th in proximity over 200, which I said a lot of the shots will be coming from 200. So Neiman might be one of the lower-owned guys you can get at 8300 bucks. That would stand out because you got Scott and you got Wolf right around him. Like Wolf's nice and all, he tore it up last week. I agree with Jesse. When I saw 9%, nine percent, nine ten percent, I was over the moon, going "Whoa!" because I had a lot of Matthew Wolf, and it worked out well. Now he's got great current, uh, I mean past history here. My goodness, you look at Matty Wolf second last year, eighteenth the year before. He's coming in with decent form, seventeenth last week. I guess that's the only one he missed two cuts prior to that. <laughs> but. Um, that's the Matty Wolf experience, right? Like, right. we know he's, he's all or nothing. He's just he he kind of injured.
1: better than 8,200 golfer in this field.
0: 100%. Like, this dude's a, a legit winner and could tear this golf course apart. So, like, him and Connor should be the chalk here. I like Hoffman. I, I, I continue to like Hoffman. And I, I'm with you on EVR. He actually ranks 13th for me. Usually, is not running good in my models, but his current play has upped him in a big, big way. So, this 8K range, I'll have a lot of pieces of in my 20 max, but I'll definitely kind of weight it differently based on ownership. Like guess it's, it's going to be impossible for me to avoid Corey Connors. It just is for how good he is. He's kind of get different somewhere else, as I always say. But I like Neiman as a potential pivot in this range at 8400 bucks or 8300 bucks. Could be a fun one. And, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where Wolf uh, happens to be this week. 75 to 79, we got Wise, Henley, Mito, Pereira, who you won't get at like 30% on this week. Uh, <laughs> You shouldn't. Kevin Strillman, Matt McNeely, Danny Willett, Brian Harmon, Leishman, Gooch, Palmer, Kazire, Thielga, Thielga. Thigala, my bad. Thigala. Sahith so Thigala. He almost won it last week. Um and now that I think about it, Pereira might be chalky again. So what do you like in this range?
1: Yeah, I start with uh with Mito there at, at 70, what, 79, 78? 70. Um he's never played here. Thirty-first last week, not great, but third the week before that. Uh I will just continue to go back to him. I, I talked about it last week. Um Maverick McNeely at seventy seven hundred. His course history is not great. Missed cut, 37th missed cut, but second place at the fortnight. Um, hasn't missed a cut since the PJ Championship back in May. Brian Harmon at 7,600 hasn't missed a cut here since 2012. I mean, hasn't played every year, but um, has three straight top 20s at this event. Coming off a, a 29th there at the BMW. Uh, Thigala, like you said, he almost won. I mean, he was in the driver's seat and just, you know, like anybody would do, folded on Sunday in, in that kind of position. He was 6,800 last week, 3% owned. Somehow I was playing in a contest with a guy, and he had him, and I, I was like, how did you land on him? Well, he just randomly picked names. That's, uh-huh. so that's, that's, a that's how he got <laughs> so how you go. um, Eighth last week, um, I mean, he's made four straight cuts so it does make sense especially last week if you go back you know 6800 for guys made 3 in a row in that field uh an oversight by us um, and then uh, Ryan Palmer at 7500 mm-hmm. so uh, has made four straight cuts at this at this event um, finished inside the top 40 all four of those years he didn't have a great finish to last the end of last season but i feel like at 7500 bucks i'm getting a major steal on Ryan Palmer. So I'm on Ryan Palmer this week. Yeah, there's there's a, a lot to like here. Aaron Wise, he's second in my model.
0: Um, He's 15th birdie or better, 12th par five, scoring 5th from 100 to 125. Recent uh, history here, miscut, cut, but then 15th, 30 second, 10th is nice. He's coming in good form, T26, T17, T21, T46. So he's interesting. Another guy that will come in really well-owned, had a really strong week last week at seven hundred dollars. Uh, Russell Henley always interesting if you need to have an iron player, but uh, Mita Pereira at 78, 10th of my model. It's hard to ignore what he's doing out there. Um Streelman is another guy that uh, can can play pretty strong coming out of the T31. Last week, he's made at least four straight cuts for me. And um, where is he at on this one? Stryl's, but The recent history here, miscut, miscut, then 51st, seven, sixty one. 61. That's not ideal, but current form is looking really good with uh, Streelman. I like Harmon a ton. I'm with you there. Big, big Harmon fan this week. I think Palmer's outstanding. 17th of my model. You mentioned the form and, and the recent history here. I think it's really strong. And the same with Patton Kazire. 39th of my model. 12th birdie or better. Um, second in proximity, 1 to 125. But you look at the past history here T24, T42, T4 is last three trips here. And after the miscut at the Sanderson, but a T28 at the Fortnite, T34 BMW, T56 at Northern Trust, he's a guy that can birdie it as well. So I think he's interesting at at uh, 75 because I think the Gala will be much more popular this week. People should flock to Ryan Palmer because of the price tag alone. But uh, really good range here, and you can get a low on Kazir, who I'm just a big fan of him birdie birdie fest, like I mentioned last week, and it, it paid off a bit there. 7K to 7,400 bucks. You got Grio. I'm not going to read them all. Who do you like here? <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot
1: it's a lot i looked at uh, like yeah i'm done let's <laughs> start with kisner at 74 um 25th 56 in his last two starts which was 2015 2014 uh you'd have a couple missed cuts before that but again kind of like palmer feel like i'm getting a bit of a steal at 7400 bucks there uh luke list at 7200 you would think the problem with luke list obviously is always the putter um but he's, I mean, he's he's played all right around here. He's he, he did miss the cut last year, but before that, thirteenth, twentieth, fifteenth, most definitely figured some shit out toward the end of last year. Had some some top tens, some top fives, um, coming off a seventeenth place finish last week. Uh, Joseph Bramlett, seventy two hundred bucks, never played here, has made two straight cuts um, since he won the uh, Corn Ferry Tour Championship. So. Like him quite a bit at 72. Stuart Sink, $7,100, uh, has That's not missed good. a cutter, at least since 2012. I've got 64th, 15th, 56th, 33rd, 36. I feel like this is a misprice on him, but um, he's got three three straight top 40s, four straight miscuts coming into this event. Like Stuart quite a bit. Norlander at 7,000. He was in the mix last week, mm-hmm. ended up finishing fourth. Uh, missed cut the order of Trust before that, but finished fifth at the Barbasol. Um, You know he's he's up and down and all around, but he did make the cut last year. Missed two straight cuts before that. Ches Reevy at seven thousand. Uh, his course history is not not great. Um, the model likes him, so uh, I'll mention him. Ryan Moore hasn't missed a cut since two thousand fourteen. Uh, is coming off a 39th place finish last week. Um, four straight miscuts before that. But Ryan Moore with the course history there, I, I, I would pl- I can play him this week. Emiliano
0: Grillo, $7,400, 15th on my model, 8th uh, in fairways gained, 6th in proximity over 200 yards. Uh, I'll give him a shot in a few lineups because he can run hot. We've seen him score in the Birdie Fest events, like usually in the Bermuda and those ones. But uh, we'll see how he does this week. But I'll mind him at $7,400. A little bit of a discount on Griot. Um, man, Seamus Power let me down a big way last week, missing the cut on
1: the number. Yeah, that one stung. That would yes. have been really, really. Well, scared. he bogeyed the last hole. Yeah, that makes it even worse. Actually, makes it even worse. Well, he was outside the cut, and then like he, because he tried to make a run there. I don't know if you saw his. Yeah, I, and I was, I was watching done. it on my phone very closely. Gotcha. Thinking, Come on, you little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you.
0: Yeah, but uh, Too many doubles. Too many doubles. Anyway, and some of these guys just not scoring on par fives was amazing to me. But um Joseph Bramlett, I'm with you 100. 12th in my model, he's he's, he's doing great. Three ops gains, seventh in par fives, first and over 200 yards. I love Luke List. I, I said it was weird. He was third in my model last week. Well, wasn't horrible. Wasn't horrible last week at all. Finished t17. There's a there's a time there. He was much higher in t17 so it almost looked really genius but 19th of my model this week first off the t6 opportunity gain seventh over 200 yards like you mentioned it's all about the putter with him can he get uh hot with the putter and this these greens can be friendly as they say i like norlander uh as well at 7k in in this week he always rates out good in my model i never do well with him so that'll be interesting but i do like ryan Moore as well like you said at seven thousand dollars he looks pretty solid to me. One guy I'm going to have to really take a close look at because he doesn't rate out good that well for me. But And Pat like Pat Perez and Stu Goat both don't rate out well for me on this, but they played pretty well, it feels like, of late. And like you mentioned, the pricing in this field could be interesting as well. So I might have to, to dig in some more. But like, Stu Goat's numbers look horrific over the last 24 rounds. That's the only thing that scares me off. But I know how you could turn it around here in a, a big, big way. So I'm with you on him. I just got to convince myself a little more, I think. Uh, 6K range, who are you liking down here?
1: Uh, start with, uh, Charles the third, sixty 6,900 bucks, hasn't missed a cut here since 2012. Now coming off a missed cut at the fortnight, um, you know, it, it's one of those things, obviously you're going to take the good with the bad when we get down in the 6k range, but that course history is good enough for me. Shink at uh, 6,800 uh, has made three or four cuts at this event, all three times that he's made the cut. Um, he has been inside the top 30 with two top twenties there come off a missed cut last week as well. Piercy, I think this is his home course um, at 6,700. Uh, he missed the cut here in 2019, but other than that, I, haven't, I don't have him with a missed cut since 2014. Neesmith at 67, finished eighth here last year. Um, you know, he he had a good fall run last year and then kind of fell off a little bit, but see if he can figure some shit out. Aaron Wright, 6,500. P- Peter Monaldi also at 6,500. And last for me is James Hahn at 6,400 um discourse history perspective he finished fifth here last year hasn't missed a cut here since 2014 obviously it's james hahn he's up and down he missed at one point like seventy five thousand straight missed cuts and then just one out of nowhere so he is what he is but james hahn at 6400 um i think is is worthy of a team or two especially if you're playing a lot of teams
0: yeah don't don't disagree with that at all uh for me in the 6k range doug gimmett is 18th my Fourteenth and opportunities gained twenty in fairways hit. Um I, I don't mind him at sixty nine hundred. Uh, sliding down Chad Ramey at sixty eight hundred bucks. He can be another one coming off the corn Ferry tour. He uh made the cut last week, missed the cut at the fortnight, but he's a, a big time scorer on the Corn Ferry tour. So he can find get hot, he looks good. One of my favorite players down here is Cage Lee at sixty seven hundred. He's thirty fifth thirty first in my model. Um he's sixth in par five scoring. It's just um and twenty third in fairway gain. It's just more the proximity thing for him, but he plays really, really well on these these type of courses as well. And then sliding down here, I am going to go. No, nah, I can't do it. Hayden Buckley, I played a lot of last week. because his local course, and he's torn it up when he's played there. Not so sure I can I can jump back on that train just yet. But Rory Sabatini at sixty five hundred bucks uh, seems like a bit of a discount to me in this field. He's a guy I can run with at sixty five hundred. Michael Thompson is twenty seventh in my model. He's sixty three hundred. He's a ninth in approach, ninth in birdie or better, twenty fifth in fairways hit, and eighteenth proximity over two hundred yards. So he just really bad on the par fives. So you can make that work this week. We're in play. Uh, Brian Stewart, Hank LeBioda also rate out pretty well in this. And then somehow, Sepp Straka ranks 14th by Molly, 6,200 bucks. Um, this will be interesting to see how he plays out because he's always a tilting, tilting one. But uh, 19th the par five scoring proximity in top 20 in both of those. He's a guy to look at. And then last but not least for me, I'm going to say my cheapest guy will be Mark Hubbard. At um, 6,100, I go down to him at 6,100, fifth and foies gained, 15th and par five scoring, 18th in opportunities gained. He's just a guy that he goes full tilt or he can run really, really hot. So, a couple of kind of guys like that in the low six case for me. All right, recapping things real quick who are you like in 10k and above? Uh, Zal I'm gonna go Abe Answer for me at 10,4. Uh, 9k range, who are you like him? Uh, Siwoo. I like that call. I'm gonna go Man- Matsuyama at 95. 8K range. Who you got?
1: Uh, I'm gonna say Tringali and EVR.
0: I like the Tringali call. I'll go Neiman and um, I'll go Corey Connors. But everyone should be playing Corey Connors. Um, 75 to 79. Who you like? Uh, Mito and Harmon. I like Aaron Wise and uh, Harm. Or I'll go Aaron Wise and Palmer to be a little different. 7K to 74. Who you like him? Uh, Bramlett and Sink. Yeah, I like Bramlett and I'll go Bramlett and Norlander for me.
1: Uh 6K range, who you got? I'm just gonna say Piercy. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. I'm not a huge, um, not a huge fan of the six K range this year. I'm Sorry. gonna go
0: KH Lee if I gotta pick one guy. Give me Kh oh, Franny K. down here at 6,900. I can't do it. Can't do it. He's just so all over the board. Like, would it shock me? No, but man, it's just it's ugly right now. Birdie or I'm better, he's 103rd in the field. Like, good God. Part 5 scoring 121. It's, it's bad right now. Yeah. Bad, bad for Franny. But uh hopefully he turns it around. I need some Franny, Franny fun, that's for sure. But there's there's a couple, like if I just trust the model, which I always say is a tough thing for me to do, there's a ton of like top 40 guys in my model down here that I can play some roulette with if I if I really feel dicey. Feeling dicey, we'll get to that in a minute. But if you're feeling safe and you're playing a cash game, Jesse, who are three guys you start your cash game lineups out with?
1: Um I'm gonna so s- just give some salary savers here. I'm gonna go with uh sync. Um, Harmon and then uh, Wolf. Yeah.
0: Since it's cash, I don't care about chalk. So give me Connors. Give me Harmon and give me, um, give me Matsuyama. We'll go that route to start off with. Uh, If you're starting a
1: GPP though, who are you starting things out with? Uh, Zalatoris, Siwoo, and um, you can grab somebody like Palmer. I'll go answer KH Lee
0: and uh throw in some uh some Matsuyama that one. I like Matsuyama a lot this week. So we'll see how well that turns out. Speaking of things we like a lot this week, it's the gambling portion of the show. So Jesse, looking at DraftKings Sportsbook, who do you like to win this thing?
1: Yeah, um it's 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 odd that Kevin Nas twenty five and then his price on DraftKings is what? Yeah, Sportsbook. nine ninety one. That's it's it's not right. it's not that far
0: off. Yeah. He's he's better odds than Hideki, I'll tell you that much.
1: Uh, will at 22, I don't think is terrible. Uh, yeah, that's that is weird that Kevin Nah is priced above Hideki. I mean, Hideki at 28 is not, yeah, it's not bad, not bad at all. Um, 40 on Patrick Reed, yeah, 40 on Wolf, even The Wolf runs hot, like he could easily win this thing. Uh, yeah, I don't disagree with that, but like
0: Patrick Reed at 40, yeah, that is kind of crazy. But look at his price tag on DK. people aren't people are thinking he's still hurt or something's wrong with him. That's all I can, that's all I got to think of. Yeah, I guess.
1: Um, so Boy, Adam Scott's 55. Yeah. You know, you could maybe nibble a little bit on that if you wanted to. What's like Ricky Fowler at 80. No, <laughs> I mean, like I would rather take Palmer at 80.
0: Yeah. I don't blame you there.
1: Don't blame you at all on that one. Um, a little bit deeper. If you look at somebody like Norlander at one thirty. 30, uh, Stuart Sink also at one thirty. I will say Steven Yeager. I'm not picking him to win. He's a guy to
0: keep an eye on though. He won the corn fair or he didn't win. He finished very well in the corn fair this past year. And when he gets hot, he can birdie like a mofo. And he, um, this past week, I'm trying to find him again. He was playing really well. I saw a lot of him over the weekend, but um, let me just type that in. He finished T26 last week. So he's 6,800 bucks this week. He's got to keep an eye on as well, but I'm not saying go and bet him, but if you want like a T40 bet or something, I think you could do much worse. Than a guy like Jaeger, but yeah, long shot wise, there's not a ton I'm in love with down here because it's actually a decent field, and I see the boys scoring. But what I will say, the stuff I enjoy here, t20s. There is one that stood out to me right out the gate here. Let me pull him up, and we've talked about him. We both like him this week. Joseph Bramlett's plus five fifty to t20. I think that's a fun one. I like it. Yeah, yeah. The way he's the way he's swinging it. That's one that stood out to me. A big. I can't pick him to win yet. But man, like he could easily like at worst, that's what I love about this DK Sports, but they got that T40 for us. And that's still plus 220. I would be really confident in plus two uh, top 40. But anything else stand out to you this week, Jesse?
1: That's all I got.
0: All right. Well, that'll wrap us up, folks. Another week of PGA DFS in the books. We'll be back to you guys next week with another fun filled week of dfs action but for now check out jesse on twitter at dfs golf gods i'm on twitter at Bd Intric, the podcast at always press dfs this was your shriner's children's open preview catch you all later